This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What up, Knicks fans? It's a hard Knicks life. We're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and now Spotify. You can find the best tickets at the best prices for all your favorite sporting events, concerts, and shows with SeatGeek. Right, Barry? That's right, and you can save $20 off your first purchase just by using the promo code HARDNICKSLIFE, all caps, no spaces. It's a hard Knicks life. This is Season 2, Episode 6. In the early 90s, I and many others fell in love with a team that embodied everything our city stood for. The toughness, the heart, the fight. But we've fallen on hard times, and we went from throwing the punches to taking them. The New York Knicks are irrelevant to basketball. Hey, Ernest, why are we showing the Knicks? Yes. <laughs> Yet through it all, my commitment hasn't wavered. I watch every game hoping that one day, just maybe, that team that didn't back down from anybody, that team that shook the garden every time it played, that team that I fell in love with, returns. But until that day, it's a hard Knicks life. Craig and Barry, uh, this is Sean. Just wanted to say I really like the show. It's uh, more, way more entertaining than the uh, product that the Knicks are actually putting on the court. So uh, thank you for that. It's a hard as fuck Knicks life. Later. What up, Barry? What's going on, Craig? That was Sean. He says he's living the hard as fuck Knicks life. Maybe you should change the Twitter handle. Then you got to change the name of the podcast, the whole thing. Yeah, it gets ugly. Stick with hard Knicks life. Sorry, I'm chomping down a Twizzler right now. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's start the podcast with a Twizzler. We're a little on a little bit of a delay this week. We're planning on having the show come out Sunday night. But Barry, I wasn't feeling well. A little under the weather. How are you feeling now? Better? Not really. Actually, okay. like half of my house is sick right now. My daughter just threw up in her crib. Great. I told my wife, do not interrupt me and Barry. Unless all hell is breaking loose. Okay, that's good. You know what makes your voice sound better? Like when it's a little bit under the weather from like a cold or getting over the cold? Eating while you're talking. Like chewing a Twizzler <laughs> while you're speaking. That usually helps. So stop with the Twizzler? Yeah, maybe you should stop. It's the only thing that's keeping me together right now. I gotta, We got to get this show in before my Afrin runs out. <laughs> okay. You're, I think I've got about a half an hour left on this 12-hour dose. You ever use that shit? No, no. I don't, I don't use much stuff. I get these colds like every six months where no air is coming in or out of my nose. Right. And it's hard to get through the day like that. Is Afrin, is Afrin the one that you actually like stick into your nose and you squeeze it and it shoots something up your nose to clear like the passages? <laughs> you make it sound so weird, dude. Well, if that's what it is, like I've heard really bad things about that stuff. Yeah, and that's it what really it is. Fuck up your, your system. Yeah, that's the danger of it, Barry. Yeah, go easy on that stuff. 
It even says on the bottle you can't use it for more than like three days in a row. Right. Because you can get right. it you can get addicted to it. Yeah. And then if you I think if you use it for too many days in a row, like your nose might never go back to being what it was. I think it like eats away the inside of your nose, basically. My last resort every time, but dude, I'll do anything for this show. Very noble of you. I was actually asking my uncle in California a while ago. He's a doctor and now he's a foot doctor. So is that a doctor? Yeah, I'll, I'll let him be a doctor, I think but so. I wouldn't ask. I don't know if, how much you would know about like ear, nose, and throat if he's a foot doctor. That's about as far as you can be from your ear, nose, and throat. I mentioned to him my frustrations with Afrin because I use it for like three days and it's great. Clears you up within like 15 seconds. But then after three days, you're back to exactly where you were three days before, right? <laughs> Every time. And I was like, it sucks that you have to stop using it after three days because otherwise you get addicted. And he was, <laughs> I'll never forget, he said to me, I've been using Afrin every single night for the past 25 years. No, he didn't. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you're addicted to it. And he was like, I, he said to me, I'm addicted to breathing. I want to <laughs> breathe. Okay. But I won't use it for more than three days. I'm very paranoid about it. Good. As you should be. Another half an hour or so. I think tomorrow's my last day on it, and then I'll go back to not being able to breathe. The other thing that's been going on, and the other reason I didn't feel bad about delaying the show was, Barry, nothing is happening. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's absolutely nothing going on. We even spoke about it, and we were like, should we do the show Sunday night? We were like, you know what, let's just put it off. Maybe something will happen the next day. And then Monday night, I still felt like shit. We're like, yeah, maybe something will happen Tuesday. Nothing is happening. Right. I mean, in Nick's world, I mean, I guess all anybody's been talking about was, you know, the Fizdale Przingis interaction in Latvia. Um, KP's episode three came out, you know, so we had a little bit of that going on. Yeah, we're but even get those to things, there wasn't, yeah, I mean, even, even the, which we will get into, but even surrounding those things, it wasn't like any breaking news. All right. Everything at home good right now? Uh, I understand your parents are sleeping over your house. Yeah, parents are up from Florida, so they kind of go back and forth between here and my sister who doesn't live too far. Um, we also have a new addition to our family. We got a puppy. That's exciting. Uh, the other night, so that's exciting. Before yeah. you get into the puppy, Barry, the last time your dad was staying over, I think it was just your dad that time. Right. I remember going back to put the show together, and I could hear him watching the TV in the background. So... <laughs> Can you just make sure that they're not playing anything right now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, they're under strict instructions. They're not watching House Hunters in the next room? No, I don't even think they're in the next room. What do you mean? Are, are, they're not sleeping in the basement? They normally do. I think they're upstairs still. What do you think they're up there doing? While we, while we do our thing. They're, they're watching TV, Craig, right? Relax. <laughs> I didn't think that any... I mean, I didn't think any... I had no What do you think they're doing up there? <laughs> what do you think they're doing up there? Well, because you tell me you can only record in the bathroom in your basement because you can't do anything upstairs because everyone's sleeping. This is where I prefer to record, okay? Even if there was nobody home in the whole house, I just feel like the acoustics are good in here, and now I'm just used to doing it in here. So you're in the bathroom that they're, they're using all week? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know. And it's like all their stuff in there? Uh, no, I got like a, this is weird, but I got like a little thing of hair gel in here, but it's... It's in like this. It's who not has like in a, a hair gel? Who bottle. has a thing of hair gel in there? <laughs> There's like a little clear bottle in here with a piece of masking tape on it, and it says hair gel written in marker. Like well, they couldn't that? get a travel size hair gel. Hold on, I have no idea. <laughs> Open that up. Can you pour that okay. out? Let's just see what that is. 
What, what do you think? It's it's not hair gel. It sounds it smells suspe- like sounds hair gel. suspicious, Barry. It smells like hair gel. So we got that, and that that's about it. They keep a tidy place because they're going back and forth between here and my sister, so they're probably living out of their bags mostly. Who uses hair gel? Your dad? No, I I guess my mother. No, no, women don't use hair gel, Barry. Maybe she does. What? It's either hairspray or mousse. Do women use hair gel? Sure. I always thought that was a guy thing. It's mainly a guy thing, I guess, but, you know. Go get her. Ask her. You want to know if it's her hair? It's got to be her hair gel. You know what? I don't think anyone cares. You think anyone cares about this? Absolutely not. I think they want to hear about the Knicks. They don't want to hear about hair gel. They don't. What's your dog's new name? (laughs) Dog's new name is Molly. So it's a girl dog? It's a girl dog, yeah. You didn't want to name the, the puppy Spreewell? No, but you know what was on the table? What? Ki- uh, Kiki. It's not bad. Yeah. I always wanted a puppy to name them Spreewell. I was going to name my dog Meta World Peace. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But my wife shot it down. Yeah, it's not a great bitch dog name. No. I feel bad saying that about your dog, but technically, technically it's right. You just like saying bitch. I do. Usually I'm calling LeBron a bitch, but I'm not going to do that this week. You're, I I'm not going to do that this week. LeBron this week. <laughs> it's great that he opened up that school. It's amazing that no other players do stuff like that or you don't hear about it. Right, right. I mean, all you hear them doing is, you know, like all their camps, their summer camps, their basketball camps. But yeah, you're right. They don't do as much as they could. With all that money flowing. It is a ton of money. So there's not a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about the Fizdale's trip to Latvia, some of these little signings the Knicks have had. We got some exclusive content, right, Barry? Yeah, that was a, a surprise and, and, and a little bit of fun. A little treat. We don't want to go into it too much or how it happens, but on Sunday, even though I wasn't feeling well, right, Barry? Right, right. But you, you sucked it up Had to go. ventured out. We had to go to our friends, our good friend's son's birthday party. And believe it or not, Kevin Knox and David Fizdale were there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you told me they might be there, but, I, I, you know. You know, they, Fizdale was in Croatia, and he flew back just for that party, which is crazy. We can't tell you who our friend is, but he's very big in the New York circle, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it was his son's fifth birthday party. That's right. It was a great time. Anyway, you'll all hear that later. Can you hear me eating this Twizzler, Barry? Yeah, I can. I, I was going to ask you what the hell you had in your mouth this time. All right. I'm going to stop. It's very unprofessional. So, um, since there's not a lot of other stuff to talk about, what do you think? Should I tweet something out that we're recording and people can ask questions? Yeah, yeah. You might as well. And let's see. We'll keep a tab on it as the show is going on. And if people tweet anything at us, we'll respond. That's right. And if people haven't tuned out already, they'll be able to hear it. <laughs> right. As we troll on. You know what, Barry? I don't give a shit. All right. Well, let, let's get into some Nick's talk as well, little as it might be. I, I got to type this tweet out. Oh, that's right. Season two, episode six. Why don't you talk while I do this? Okay. You want me to set up the next thing we're going to talk about? I just want you to talk while I type this out. You figured out, Barry. You're unboxed. <laughs> unboxed, Barry. So how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can't you just, like, edit this so it's seamless? Yeah, but then no one be able to enjoy you just struggling over here. <laughs> they, my, my squirming. All right, I'm sending it out right now. Season 2, Episode 6, recording now. Send us your questions, and we will respond in the pod. How does that sound, Barry? Sounds perfect. I bet you did, I bet, I bet you did like, a little satellite dish uh, emoji 
or a microphone emoji and a little phone emoji. Oh, you or, know uh, me well. Probably no phone emoji for that. I did one of these bull horns. Oh, okay. And then yep. to end it, I'm doing that face with like the two hands on the cheeks, like you're like you can't believe it's happening. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let's see what happens. Okay. There's a high likelihood that nobody writes anything, but we'll keep an eye on it. In the meantime, last week the Fizdales went to Latvia, Barry. That's Natasha and Coach Fizz. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we said that was going on in our last podcast. We said we uh, were pretty sure that that was happening. And then we got confirmation, I think, the next day. Yep. Right? That's right. Basically, we got to see the trip through the eyes of David Fisdale's wife, Natasha. Yep, she's big on Instagram. She loves it. And every time she put a story out there or a photo, my, I got an alert, and you'd run to check it. And most of the time, Barry, it was like her just trying on a dress. <laughs> right? Right. But then you started to see some images of... A lot of like them walking in the sunset on the beach. Yeah. They visited the Porzingis basketball court in the town he grew up in. Yeah, it was like a whole complex. Looked like uh, soccer fields, basketball courts, a whole bunch of stuff going on out there. Some videos of her and David just sitting on the beach alone. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to stop. Every time we get a tweet, we're going to respond to it. Okay. Nick's Loyalist asked, will Noah have a role on the team next year? I think he will. I think um, he's got too much talent to waste away on the bench. I mean, obviously his minutes, you got to figure, are going to be divided up between Ennis Cantor and Mitchell Robinson. So how much do you really want to see of him? You know, I guess it's going to come down to how much stamina Mitchell Robinson's going to have. You know, Fisdale has teased a lot about playing around with the lineup. So, I mean, I wouldn't be like overly surprised if we did see two bigs um, in there at the same time uh, with him just experimenting stuff and you know playing around with that. I agree he's going to have a part with the team next year, but I think they want to get rid of Noah, right? But they're probably going to opt to stretch his contract after this next season unless they can find another taker for him. So my guess is that he'll have a role with the team, if only to showcase what he can do in the hopes of maybe moving him at some point, which is unlikely. But just to keep him happy for the next year, I guess, and then to hopefully stretch him after the season. He's obviously not a part of the future. Can he help the team in Fisdale's new offense where he doesn't believe in position so much and he wants to kind of play run-and-gun basketball and wants players who can do a variety of things? Probably not. Right. And in that short sample we saw, or that small sample that we saw of Robinson, like we saw he may be prone to foul trouble. Um, a lot. So yeah, I mean, you do need that third guy on the bench for times like that too. So I mean, I'm sure that's when you're going to see him most um, is when Robinson does pick up fouls early. Oh, we got another one. Oh boy. We got to get back to the Latvia stuff, but you know what? Honestly, not that much happened with that. So I'm fine answering questions. Noxanity writes, how confident are you guys in Hazonia? I've noticed him getting grouped up with Moutier and Vonley because they're all untapped potential guys. To me, Hazonia is more than that. He was solid in Orlando, just never really got a good chance to shine. Thoughts? I mean, I, I do agree he's, you know, notches above Moutier and Vonley. You know, you just hope that he still has something there and that it was just an opportunity that was missing um, and that he finds that opportunity here in New York because, you know, what he was showing before he came into the NBA, you really expected him to be more of an influence um, and, and just, you know, 
show a lot more than he did and produce more than than he did. I'll tell you this, Barry. I'm more confident in him than any other power forward we have on our team right now with KP out. And I'm thrilled that he's probably going to be our starting four because if it wasn't for him, I don't know who would be. Everything that I've heard is Hazonia wasn't used properly in Orlando, wasn't given a chance, didn't play enough minutes. And here in New York, one of the main reasons he came to the Knicks was because he wanted the chance to play more minutes because his, he thinks his game is going to be better when he gets more of an opportunity to play and isn't just playing 12, 15 minutes a night. That's right. I mean, he's at a perfect time in his career when you do want somebody like this because this is pretty much that pivotal point in his career where he's either going to ascend and reach that potential that he was expected to become um, or he's going to continue going downhill. And, I mean, he's one of these guys I think he could become a fan favorite this season um, because the potential is there and he is going to get his minutes um, because there is a spot for him on this team, whether it is in the starting lineup or coming off the bench as a sixth man. I think he's hungry. Um, You know that he has a connection to New York, um, just being a fan of New York, even from overseas. So I think he's really going to, you know, jump at the opportunity to really, you know, make a name for himself. You know, when a guy gets traded, you know, especially to a one-year deal for this amount, he's got a lot to prove, not only to, you know, the other teams, you know, going into free agency next year, but a lot to prove to himself. What are you talking about, traded? Did I say traded? Yeah, signed. Oh, I'm sorry, signed, signed, yeah. So, like you just said, I was going to say that too. He's on a one-year deal, like a lot of these guys were signing. So this is his chance. So I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good season. Oh, I, we got some. We got some questions coming in, Barry. Another one from Knox Center. He should know have a role this season. Is he worth bringing back after the fiasco of last year? I think we answered that. Sam Bat is responding to the questions. Sam, that's our fucking job, right, Barry? Yeah, I'm trying to pull pull that up. I was a little too angry. All right, so while those continue to come in, back to Latvia. So I was reading an article that the Knicks front office was thrilled with how the Fizdale trip to Latvia went. It looked like in some of those photos and videos in the beginning of the trip, Fizdale Porzingis looked maybe a little awkward. You notice that, Barry? Well, I mean, did they look awkward because of size and you know next to each other? To me, they looked like they were like buddies. By the end, they were taking photos, and there's one photo... Of Fizdale, like looking up at his seven foot three unicorn, yeah. and KP is just laughing. Yeah. And then there was that video of I don't know what was going on in that video. You see that video of KP with his friends and Fizdale, where they were all like laughing. They and- were all like it looked like someone was freestyling to me at least. They were all laughing and joking, and everyone was having a great time. Fizdale was sipping on his uh, Dunkin' Donuts culotta. So I mean, by all by all the videos and the photos and. The beautiful dresses Natasha was wearing looked like a great trip. Article came out today by Stefan Bondi. You read this one, Barry? No. He wrote for the Daily News that according to David Fisdale, his trip to Latvia was a great success. Uh, They go on to talk about some things that uh, Fisdale spoke to Chris Knapps about. I'll read you some quotes from Fisdale. Uh, He got the impression that Porzingis is excited about the future and eager to move on from a chaotic past, one that includes three coaching changes, trade blocks, and a skipped exit meeting. Fizdale said, I also touched on the past a bit, but I think part of Chris Stapp's is that he's ready to go further. All that has happened so far is to be left in the past. Many changes have taken place in the team. We have many new characters. Mentally, 
especially after returning to injury, he's ready to strive for the new goals that await us. He said they spoke a lot about basketball and just getting to know each other. Is there much to this Latvia trip, Barry? No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Hold on. We got another question. Okay. Okay, no, we don't. We got like two people just going back and forth on here. So according to Bondi, Fizdale and Porzingis also talked a little, about, a little bit about the rehab he's going through and the surgery and his return timetable. And Fizdale on that said, nothing is clear. We said the most important thing is to return to that level of feeling where he feels good and he feels comfortable. And when he feels it will be the right time to return to the court. We have to do everything right in order, in order to prevent any risks. This is rough, dude. What, trying to get some meat out of this article? Yeah, I mean, it's these like, quotes uh, are, first of all, a, these quotes are awful. It's like squeezing an orange. It's just trying to get something. Yeah, there's a big mystery of what really happened on that trip. Yeah, anybody could have wrote that article without hearing anything <laughs> from anybody. Great job, Stefan Bondi. Man. What was that? Afrin is wearing low. Uh-oh. <laughs> The other interesting thing that Natasha and David did was they went to a sauna, some sort of Latvian sauna with the Porzingis. What do you think that was like, Barry? I didn't even see that. Did it, is that, was that, just, that was just in the article. No, Natasha, Fisdale's wife, tweeted about that. You didn't see that? No, I, I, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, Natasha wrote, Big thank you to at Porzi, at Porzingis, at M. Porzi for being so hospitable to us in, our, in your home city and country. We loved it all. The city, the food, the people, the beaches, and then in caps, the Latvian sauna. Oh, what happened in the sauna? I don't know, but she put it in caps. Right. That's like wink, wink. Right. So either something happened in a Latvian sauna, or they went to a Latvian sauna, or that's code for something else. It could have just been hot in Latvia. The Latvian sauna. It didn't look that hot. We got a, uh, a tweet from at to forget us south side's finest will mitch robinson be ready to join the team by march 2019 be ready to join the team is that assuming what is he assuming he's going to start off in the g league i guess so man i think he's going to be starting with the team right off the bat You're not starting as a starter you mean no he's going to be the with Knicks, not in westchester he's going to be with the team right i agree so south side's finest he's going to be ready in october 2018 how does that sound mark it down Mark that shit down. So after Latvia, Barry, the Fizdales went on to Croatia. Right. But not to see Mario Hazonia. That's his home country. Do you know that? Yeah, of course yeah. I did. So even though they went to Croatia and there were no Porzingis's around, I was still checking out Natasha's videos. You see any of those Croatian ones? Yeah, I saw her like <laughs> laying in the water. Okay, well, I'm in not the, talking... In the Let's clear not... water. Let's not talk about those too much because it's just going to kill any chance we ever have of speaking to Fizdale. Okay. Plus, we just hung out with him at that birthday party, so... Right, we don't want to make it weird. Don't want to make it weird the next time we run into him. But I thought it was funny. She posted like six videos in a row of her out to dinner with Fizdale. Yeah, so I guess the ones with the lobster bibs. (laughs) The lobster bibs. She called Coach a big baby. I guess they thought we were messy eaters. Which I am. He just looks like a big baby. (laughs) Coach just responded with like a smile and uh, 
one of those looks like, uh, could you turn the fucking phone off? Right. Enough with the fucking Instagram. <laughs> right. Every two minutes with the Instagram. So, Barry, that leads us to the big moment of the show. We're going to debut this exclusive content. Yeah, well, it was just smart of you to turn on your iPhone recorder when we walked in there. Yeah, so Barry and I went to this party, this kid's birthday party. We walk in, and there we see Kevin Knox and Coach Fizdale sitting at a table. In these little tiny chairs. Right, little tiny chairs. Fizdale with that bib on still, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's not true. <laughs> and uh, this is what happened. Yo, is it cool if we sit here? Yes, sir. Coach, is that cool? We'll see how it goes, and hopefully it works out. What's not to work out? You'll get along great with us. We're likable, and according to Twitter, we have decent banter. Yeah, we even got a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, you know, whether we like each other or not is not about that. Coach, what are you doing here anyway? I thought you were in Croatia. I just felt like I don't want to look back on my life <laughs> and say I didn't take this chance. Well, what did we miss? We just got here. You guys having fun? I mean, it's just been great. I mean, I'm having a great time. I'm here. It's, it's just a blessing to be invited here. I mean, it's the top 24 kids. I don't enjoy it at all. What are you talking about? There's nothing joyous about this. It's a five-year-old's birthday party. Just great to see the kids smile, and I'm just having a great time. Thank you, Knox. Can I call you Knox? Yes, sir. Well, you don't have to call me sir. Yes, sir. Coach, is he always like this? So polite, I mean? Doesn't it get annoying? Yeah, I just love it. But you don't speak like that. Yes, sir, this, and yes, sir, that. I'm always trying to learn something new. Well, I think we're all going to learn something new here today. This craft thing looks pretty cool. It looks complicated. What are we supposed to do? Just build whatever we want out of this stuff? There's paper, glue, wood. There's a table with some paint over there. There's ceramics over there. I want to attack the paint. Go for it, coach. You seem really into this. Coming here just with a, you know, you know really a clean slate. Uh, to build something special, I just, I'm really uh, embracing that opportunity and, and that challenge. Are you being serious? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I see opportunity. Good thing Gasol's not here. He'd probably have you kicked out of this place before you even got started on your project. Super mature, man. Barry, come on, what's wrong with you? Sorry, coach. All right, coach, you have a lot going on there. You know, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I just know that I'm going to get to work. I know I have a lot of faith and confidence in my work ethic. Well, I'm going to make a replica of Madison Square Garden. Oh, wait, guys. They're coming around to clear the tables. But I'm not done. That's unacceptable. That's unprofessional. It's all right, Coach. Don't worry about it. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. I think we need to get up. Come on, guys. I bet there will be cupcakes. I don't want cupcakes. Who doesn't love cupcakes? Anyway, come on. Everybody's about to do the chicken dance. Coach, you coming? I'm not doing this alone. I mean, that's one of the goals on my wall in my house. To do the chicken dance? Growing up my whole life, I kind of I kind of been an athlete, so I just know how to move up my body, uh, move up my feet. Coach, come on, you up for a little chicken dance? I'm a big boy. Knox, that's pretty good. You got this chicken dance down. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just want to come out here and just try to showcase what I've been working on this whole summer. How many times a day do you do this? Oh, uh, over 100. Well, dessert's coming out. What are they looking for? There were a bunch of cookies. I think somebody ate them all. I didn't eat none of the cookies. Come on, Knox. What are those crumbs on your shirt? I wasn't hungry. I didn't want to eat the cookies. I'm not really a big sweets guy, so I didn't really eat the cookies. Well, now everyone's looking at us. Here, come on. Let's help hand out the goodie bags. I'm not handing out nothing. <laughs> Guys, we're just trying to fill time because nothing is happening. Did you did you happen to catch any of the Chris Dapps Porzingis comeback? YouTube show episode three just came out. Yeah, 
Yeah. How long did we wait? We waited quite a while, but I normally watch it on like my laptop, you know, or even my phone. Right. The other two episodes. This one, I sat down. I put it on the big screen TV in the living room. Oh. I even had, I even sat my kids down to watch. <laughs> oh no! Is that when you realized it was nine minutes long? I saw it was ten minutes long. I'm waiting for something to happen, and then I think the ten minutes were up and it ended because <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. Literally, nothing. I'm watching him work out. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm listening to him explain how tedious and how boring his, uh, like his rehab is. And I'm watching his tedious, boring rehab. Right. It's a great nine minutes of content. <laughs> I think the best part was when he first arrived to Real Madrid and looked over his hotel room and was very pleased with it. And then sat down and was like singing to some song. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, like his physical therapist, Larry Sanders, was talking about that you know, when, when KP comes back, he was hard to handle before the injury, but he's going to be a monster when he returns. I mean, everyone keeps saying that, Barry. Well, what are they going to say? But I mean, they're all, on, this, really they're all on Team Przingis, <laughs> right? I mean, of course. I mean, that's what that's what I want to see. That's what I hope to see. And that's obviously that's what they're going to say. You know, before he even went down with that injury, every time he went up for a rebound or a dunk, you just had this nervous pit in your stomach that he was going to go down. Yeah, it's going to be even worse when he comes back from this. Is he ever going to go up to do anything and you're going to be confident that he's going to come back? Well, I mean, definitely not the first few months, that's for sure. You're, you're going to be wondering, okay, is he truly healed? Is he, you know, did he take it slow like he said he was going to do? Or is he coming back too early? Is he babying it? You know, is the injury still there underneath it all? Yeah, of course that's going to be there until you see him taking some, uh, taking some hits by some guys getting hard fouls. So, Barry, a little housekeeping since the last show. We made a couple small signings, a couple more one-year deals. Nick signed Noah Vonley, six foot ten power forward. He was originally drafted by the Charlotte Hornets with the ninth pick in the 2014 draft out of Indiana University. Barry's a power forward, six foot ten, two forty. You know, it's nice that we're adding another player into the power forward mix because, as we mentioned before, with KP out, it's as thin as can be. So it's looking like we'll probably have a Zonia to start. And then probably behind him is going to be Vonley. So Vonley is going to play a fairly big role in this team until KP returns. What do you think about that signing, Barry? Yeah, again, like you said, it's another another position to fill. Um, you know, you got Kevin Knox, who you know, again, you know, primarily if we are going to put them into positions, you know, maybe more of that small forward type. But he, you could see him at the four too, depending on who's out on the court with him. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's another top ten draft pick on this team, um, you know, looking to create a name for himself. He's going to be 23 years old in about three weeks. Um, so just another, you know, young kid of a player. And that's what this team has become. And I think the fans were waiting for the team to be this. Um, we are in that rebuild stage, and we're going to see who's going to stay and, uh, you know, be a part of this future. And who's not? You know, is, is, is this going to be a name that's going to be here for years to come? Or is he just one of these puzzle pieces that's either going to end up in Westchester or on another team towards the end of the season? If you look at his stat sheet for the past few years, it's not impressive, but he didn't play a lot of minutes. The most minutes he played per game in a season was 19 minutes a game with Chicago. And that was last season, over 21 games with the Bulls. He split time last season between 
Chicago and Portland. He averaged 6.9 points and 6.9 rebounds, Barry, in those 19 minutes. Yep. I mean, that was productive. Which actually is pretty good. Very productive. Per 36, his numbers are something like 13 points, 13 boards last year for the Bulls. So there's some potential there. And like you said, he's just 23 still. He's going to get some playing time with us. And uh, we're going in the direction of youth, Barry. There's only a few vets left on the team. I, I was actually speaking to Jesus Barry, Jesus Rodriguez, the other day. Right. He, he sort of has some sort of connection with Courtney Lee. It seems like whenever there's Courtney Lee news, Jesus knows about it. So I was curious about like if there was any progress on Courtney Lee being traded. Right. You know, because basically we're expecting any day now, Lance Thomas to get dealt or moved, like Courtney Lee, Joakim Noah, like, or we're hoping, right? So he told me, I said, are you hearing anything on Courtney Lee? And he wrote me, that the Knicks are asking for a good return. Teams don't want to give up anything of value for a player they know New York wants to move. If New York added in a pick, he would be gone in a heartbeat. But obviously, New York has no interest in doing that. I mean, that's crazy if the Knicks were to ever include a pick to just get rid of Courtney Lee. Yeah, especially for this season. What's, you know, what, what's the point? What are you trying to do? Yeah, you know what? I'm starting to realize that Courtney Lee, Lance Thomas, these guys are going to be with us. And the Knicks will probably just try again to deal them for whatever they can get at the trade deadline this year. I don't think they're going to be as picky as they were last year and that when they ended up not moving any of them. If you can just trade Courtney Lee for any kind of deal that's expiring or the opportunity to swap a second round pick in the future, whatever. You just got to, we got to start clearing space for all these young guys that we keep hoarding on our team. And I mean, I don't mind having a guy like Courtney Lee on this team this season. I don't want to all... 20 to 22 year olds, you know, um, on this entire roster. It's you fine don't, to have I, that's what Courtney I want. Lee. Well, you've, you've got 90% of it. You know, it's fine having Courtney Lee and Lance Thomas in there as well. You know, I think there is, you know, a spot in that locker room for them and, you know, a little bit of consistency on the floor. All right. I don't want any, I don't want any players on this team that don't have a future beyond this season. There's no point. At best, they help us win games, which many would argue would be a bad thing. And at worst, they take away time from our developing players. So what's the benefit other than what you said, consistency and in the locker room? Right. I mean, I guess you could argue if if the coaching staff was the same as it was last year, it would be a smoother transition for this youth, you know, knowing the plays and knowing um, the routines of this team. But you're right. It is a new coach. Um, It is a new staff. It is going to be completely different out there. So they aren't bringing that. But what they are bringing is, you know, a long-term, long-term careers in the NBA, you know, there is a lot to adjust to um, besides the style of play. I mean, it is a lifestyle that's changing for these guys. It's not bad to have good influences on your team and in your locker room. And if you look at Courtney Lee and Lance Thomas, you can't find two better quality um, role models than those two for these younger guys. That's just my opinion. And Right. My pr- last thing about the vets, my problem with the vets on the team, and this happened with Hornacek last year, is it's hard to, like Fizdale's telling everybody, Whoever earns playing time, whoever is the best is going to play, right? But it's hard when you've got this mix of like 19-year-olds and then like 34-year-olds. Obviously, the 34-year-olds are better and are probably going to be more productive on the floor. But you want to play the 19, 20-year-olds because hopefully by the end of the season, if you play them enough, they can be just as productive or even better than those vets. But in the beginning, if you're preaching accountability and you have to earn what you keep or keep what you kill or whatever that quote is Fizdale said. Like, how are you not playing someone like Courtney Lee over 
Damian Dotson. Like, you can't tell me that Courtney Lee isn't going to be more effective than Damian Dotson. Courtney Lee's a quality NBA player. I think they need to just get rid of all the vets and just for one year go all young guys, all mid 20s and under. You got to find out what that hair gel's about and who uses it. Should we talk about Kadeem Allen? Nope. I'm going to say no. Listen, Knicks fans get so hung up on every goddamn player on that roster. 17th, 18th, 19th man. We're not talking about Kadeem Allen. Welcome to the Knicks, Kadeem. That's about all we can say, right? Yeah. All right, Barry, that's going to do it for the show. I don't know how that shit went. Nothing going on, but we uh, we made it happen. Yeah. You know what? You deserve a Twizzler. You know what? I'm all out of Twizzlers. Yeah. I've got like one little end of one left in here. I'll open it up. I'll open it up and we'll finish a show like that. All right. Terrific. And everybody's dying to know your 12 hours are up. You know, um, it's late at night. Are you going to reach for that Afrin you know as what? you sniff? <laughs> um, or, or are you going to just put it away? Here's what's going to happen, Barry. I'm not going to use it before I go to bed. I'm going to wake up at like 2 in the morning, and I'm not going to be able to breathe, so I'm going to blow my nose. And when I blow my nose, it like wakes up my wife because I do it very loudly. And once I do that like four or five times, like 2 a.m., 2.30, 3, 3.30, eventually I'm like, I just got to use the Afrin. couple squirts in each nostril, dude. Good as new. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. Twitter, at hardnickslife. You can call us. You can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. State your name, where you're from, how long you've been a Knicks fan, and it's a hard Knicks life, and you'll be featured in our open. Or just give us a call and get off what's ever on your chest. Get off what's ever on your chest. Yep, call us to get off what's ever on your chest. <laughs> we want to thank uh, nobody. Because nobody was <laughs> nobody was available to be on the show. Everyone's taking summer vacations and trips right now. All right, guys. That's going to do it. Until next time, it is a hard, hard next. Next. Live. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.